Your home is your biggest investment. So don't waste money experimenting when it comes to building, maintaining, or repairing it. From the chimney and the flooring to your siding and even the white picket fence, we've got you covered. This is Home Science Show, where we dispel the myths and misconceptions about your home. Reading the fine print so you don't have to. Here's your hosts, Chris Linder and Dmitry Lipinski. Welcome back, everyone, to Home Science Show with Dmitry and Chris. My name is Dmitry. And today I would like to open with a news that came in uh, just this last past Monday with Lowe's closing 47 stores in North America. So Lowe's decided to close stores, one of them actually in Minnesota, Mankato. And um, I want to talk about it because we are living in a really good economy. Everything on the rise sounds like uh, construction industry in the best shape ever. Why home improvement stores like Lowe's closing doors? One of the reasons is because everybody's concerned about uh, economy collapsing sometime soon. Uh, I think even the laziest person in this country are talking about it and a little bit concerned about it because media constantly saying that economy cannot keep growing forever. It will collapse. And it brings to all of us, especially in construction industry, it brings memories of collapse of 2008, 2009, when everything went bad for everybody, especially in construction. We've seen enormous amount of foreclosed properties. Uh, builders were struggling. A lot of contractors went out of business. So today we have very special guest, Paul Bodner, local custom builder. And we would like to talk to him, get his opinion on um, custom building home in today's economy versus buying um, house already in the market or from national builders. Paul, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I would like to start up with your story. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into this crazy construction industry and become a builder at the end? What's your story, man? Well, my story kind of starts at uh, 2004 when I graduated, barely graduated from high school. And, uh, you know, my dad always said, go to college, uh, be an architect. Well, you know, I didn't take it too much seriously. Maybe I should have, maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> and um, I opened up my first company called Precision Exteriors, and I worked for my brother uh, probably four years. He uh, taught me all the ins and outs, uh, how to install siding, what the roofing is about, windows. Um, you know, I banged a lot of nails in my, in my time, so... Uh, then a couple of years later, I opened up more crews. I had I bought my own trailers, set up some tools. Um, at one point, I probably had three or four trailers set up for the guys to work, um, supply them jobs. I can sub things out. Uh, I didn't quit myself. I still work till this day uh, doing things. And many years uh, later, probably uh, three years ago, I decided to open up a new construction line uh, called Precision Homes. And um, my, myself, I still, like I said, I still work hard, still uh, uh, not afraid to get dirty if I need to. That's kind of the thing between me and other builders that I actually build a house. I'm on the job site constantly. and uh, You're not paper contractor. Nope. I'm, I don't sit, be, I, I sit behind the desk, but, you know, by all means, I'm not afraid to uh, uh, go install some flooring, whatever needs to be done to get the job completed. Um, my wife and I, we kind of run, run, run the show. Uh, I build, she designs. Um, a very nice team that I, that I think we have and uh, located in uh, Maple Grove, Minnesota. We have a nice showroom there. Uh, customers can come up there and uh, pick all of their uh, features, everything they have they want in their house. 
Wow, that sounds awesome. It, and you said that uh, you've accomplished all this in just the last three years with the with the new home building line. How, how many homes have you built in the last three years? Uh, probably close to 15. Nice. So, so I, I three a year. Yep, yep. So I I started out very slow, but I remodeled, I flipped homes in the beginning, and then I was like, hey, it, it turns out pretty good. I like it. Uh, I, I wasn't very successful at Dimitri. What you do, a storm chasing type of deal, you know, and uh, getting things together and uh, running. I tried. My brother tried to teach me of uh, how to do insurance claims. It's just not my gift. You know, it's not what I like to do. Uh, but I feel I'm pretty confident in new construction world and. I can make it work. So now, do you focus primarily on custom, semi-custom? I mean, do you have a niche? Based on what my realtors say, and I got two of them right now, and uh, everybody that's been going through our uh, houses, that I'm 100% custom. I go above and beyond of putting top-notch uh, quality products in my home. Uh, we don't, uh, you know, all of our hardware, all of our kitchen cabinets, uh, they're soft clothes, uh, engineered hard flooring. We don't. I used to start, when I just started, we, you know, saved money here and there, and I ended up, because I have to warranty all that stuff, I kept coming back a year after fixing the, you know, the cheaper product that I had to put in. So and then I, at the end of the day, I said, you know what, I'd rather spend a thousand bucks on, on the flooring extra and then just don't have to come back a year after to fix it. Big difference when you're flipping something and trying to turn a buck than when you're going to warranty something long-term and trying to build a name. Oh, yeah, definitely. When you're flipping, you know, you can, you close and you're done. You don't give any warranties. Now that I, you know, I, I, I swim with the big big sharks out there, you know, I have to warranty all my stuff, same uh, as uh, all the national builders. Otherwise, why go with me? Wow. Um, how would you describe economy right now? Like people making decisions, people coming to you and saying, hey, you know, we want to custom build home or maybe um, sh- should we buy something that's already exists? I know it's uh, for sure a seller's market. Uh, buyers don't have enough leverage. What's your selling point, I guess? Or like wh- what's the economy looks like right now? What people are talking? Well, right now selling uh, houses uh, for new construction, I've noticed it did slow down a little bit. Uh, when people come to me to uh, our showroom, um, they are a little bit amazed at how everything is set up. And uh, they basically come over to our showroom and they pick everything in there. So when they feel that confidence, when they come over, they know what they're getting and there's no surprises on it. Again, you're listening to the Home Science Show with Dimitri and Chris. And we've got a guest here today, Paul Bodner with Precision Homes. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at the Home Science Show. Check out uh, our website homescienceshow.com, even send us an email, info at Home Science Show. So, Paul, where is, like, the, where is it heading? You, you know, with the, when Dimitri mentioned the economy, where is, where are things going, in your opinion? You, I always believe that construction is the best indicator of what's going to happen in the economy. I was taught that when I was very young, that, by my dad, that you want to know what's going to happen in the economy, talk to a contractor. They, they always had their finger on, on the, whether they realize it or not, that's the first place things tend to show up is, is it at, for a contractor. So where do you see things heading right now? I mean, let's, let's just go like 18 to 24 months. I honestly think it's still going to be cruising along pretty, pretty good. I don't see it uh, slowing down right now because um, there was a, a show or um, the realtors went then uh, out of state and they have their little meetings and uh, there's a big deficit of how many builders that are out there versus how many homeowners 
are looking to build a house, flip a house, things like that. So there's less builders than you know than the homeowners wanting to buy and 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 and, and get, live in their house. So I think that until we build that volume of homes and satisfy all the, all the homeowners, then we're still pretty good. And that's a great point because uh, as economy in general, we're talking about more job openings than uh, people in this country. I mean, we we you know we have less unemployment rate in years. We have highest wages. Uh, you know, I was driving the other day and uh, I saw right here in Champlain, I think warehouse um, sign like to work in a warehouse like twenty three dollars an hour. I mean, ten years ago we were getting paid like ten twelve bucks an hour and we were happy with it. Now they offer 15, 20 bucks an hour and they cannot get anybody in the door. So people are making way more money. Uh, we have less unemployment. We definitely have a shortage of labor, a shortage of contractors, shortage of skilled trade services. Uh, I see where you're going with it. I agree that it's definitely shortage of at least where we want to be. People don't want to rent, they want to own. And that's a strong, strong indicator that it's we're not there yet. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I've been deciding for seven bucks an hour, and right now people are getting forty. Yeah, it's it's amazing how how much the the wages have changed. Again, you listen to the Home Science Show with Dimitri and Chris. We've got Paul Bodner in here uh, with Precision Homes, and when we get back, we're going to learn a little bit about what you can do to take advantage in a boom type economy. We're back with the Home Science Show with Dimitri and Chris, and we are talking home building in today's economy, which is really a boom economy. It's really a seller's economy. So what are the advantages of building a house in a, or buying a house in a boom economy versus a recession? I want to uh, ask our guest, Paul, here, why would I build a house today versus taking advantage of the market? I know it's a seller's market. I know I bought a house Within last year, I know Chris bought a house, and to be honest with you, it was really, really hard. It it was amazingly hard to find not only property at your price, but also location. I mean, everything is super limited. If you find house today, it feels like it goes super fast. You have to overbid it, which is definitely makes it harder because nobody likes to overpay for things. But why would we um, buy today? or build today and not just rent and wait until prices are going down, in your opinion? Well, in my opinion right now, um, when you're building a house, a lot of people want to build their dream home, uh, especially when they're coming to a custom builder. They don't want to just buy a standard feature home that everything just, you know, cookie cutter and there's there's no, you know, good quality workmanship in, in that house. So uh, when people are buying houses, versus buying an older, they know that they're going to stay there for a very long time. So I think by going that extra step and getting everything what they want now, it, it works out better for them. It's just it's a little bit longer process that they have to wait. If, if you can wait eight months before, you know, between finding a lot, getting all the approvals and building the house, you know, uh, that's awesome. But a lot of people just sometimes they just want to turn key and they just want to move in uh, that's why we're, it comes to buying a remodel house. 
Yeah, and w- when it comes to building a home, you know, obviously there's a lot of different ways to go about it. You know, as a homeowner, you can choose to buy your own lot, then find your own, you know, find your architect and builder and all those people. In which order you do all that in, you know, has has a uh, has an impact on on the end result. And right now in a boom economy, you know, some the, the things that we see are obviously that the the builders who are going to be building homes are buying lots because they're at a premium. They know they can sell them. And these are people who are educated on how to buy lots, which lots are going to be the best, which lots are going to sell their spec home the fastest. Do you see a lot of that going on where these builders are buying up the lots quickly? Yes. I've, in fact, I've been doing that myself as well. I've been buying you know four or five lots at a time and then just kind of stretching everything out. The problem that homeowners might run into if they want to do things themselves they don't know what to look for when it comes to the land itself. They think flat land is a good land. Well, not not really. You you do want some sort of a a slope, uh, you know, lot that will drain away all the water from your house, and maybe you'll get a walkout instead of uh, all full egress windows in your basement. So there's a lot to to know about that. Yeah, well, and I, the, what homeowners don't realize is the type of lot you buy. You may be able to buy it for one price. And then depending on the type of home you buy, the excavation required may be drastically more money based on, you know, the, the, the land, right? So in other words, if you're going to put a walkout on it and you've got a flat lot, well, good luck. You're not going to be able to do it anyway, probably. But even just the grading that's on, on things and what's going to need to be done with it later, whereas a builder would be able to come in and look at that and go, well, here's the problem with this lot. So what you're going to need to know ahead of time is this, and you're going to want to try to buy it, you know, based on this, knowing these things, and you're going to want to try to figure out a home that is going to work on this lot. Is that kind of how you would approach it with somebody if you if they came in on the front, meaning saying they don't have a lot, they're coming to you to help them? If they're coming to me, you know, obviously I'm going to ask what they want as far as goes, walk out, look out, and based off that, I'm going to steer them in the right direction which way they should go. And all of our lots that we have, we've done soil testing, so we know it's a buildable lot. Yeah, so you're actually you're taking the time to get the soil testing done and have a good understanding of who this client is, what they're going to be able to do on it, and what that type of home would bring to them before they even make some of those decisions. Yes, definitely. I mean, they, I've had clients come over with their lots and saying, hey, I would want to build there, and I steered them the other way because I knew that there's either bad soil or, you know, they wanted a walkout and they were getting a lookout, and they didn't know that stuff. Yeah, and as a builder, when you're buying these lots for building specs, I assume, are you building specs on these, or are you buying them then to hopefully build customs? Well, the whole game plan is put a couple of specs, different kind of models, and get future builds off of them. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, if if I hold the uh, houses for too long, I'll just sell them, and move on to the next development. Okay, yeah, and I think you make a great point because some of us, you know, don't realize what that a spec house you can buy a custom spec house, right? Because you're a custom builder yep. and you're building a spec. So, for sure. so what you know, what can somebody expect then if they're buying from a custom builder? that has a spec house out there, what's the difference between that and going buying a tract house from, you know, Big Builder? Well, the difference is that when you're buying my custom home, I'm going to put all the bells and whistles versus um, a national builder. They're going to, they're not going to have all the upgrades, all the cabinetry finishes, everything in their house as much as I am, because I am trying to, you know, advertise myself and put my name out there that I am a custom. And for me, a custom means go all out, 
or don't put your house there at all. Don't you have concerns, though, with going that far custom on it being your taste, your quality versus, you know, somebody's coming into custom, like you said, they want to build their dream home. So you kind of have to hit that nail right on the head. Or do you use, you know, I suppose you have in-house design with your with your wife, you said, is actually your designer. How much, you know, do you go further when there's specs like that to take extra steps to figure out what's going on, what people are liking? Definitely. I mean, you you really have to, like you said, you know, hit a nail on the head that you're going to have particular clients for your build that you're doing. You know, not everybody's going to want maybe, you know, a, a brick uh, background for your kitchen backsplash or something like that, that you do take your own risks. But I think that the team that I have set up with my wife and uh, the design staff that all the social media that she does, all the, you know, research that she does before we design a house she spends a lot of hours trying to figure out what's in right now i have a question in this economy in your opinion because i know you've done a lot of flips a lot of remodels is in this economy is it worth it to try to put energy to buy a flip and remodel it to your taste versus buying the land and building from scratch is it even possible to find decent deal where you can flip it because you know i live in champlain i know areas like plymouth maple grove uh they're still developing there's still new neighborhoods but there's a lot of areas in town where you can't just add and it's like what's the value of properties that you see i mean is a flip a thing or is just cheaper to buy you know land and build it from the ground up you know the flip is a thing it just there's so many investors out there that are trying to flip a house. So when you're going to be, if you're a homeowner and you're going to fall, fall in love with the house, get ready to fight for it because there's going to be a lot of people and especially it's a good area, a good house, good potentials. You know, if it's wrecked inside, you're going to have to remodel it. Get ready to be a bidding war. There's going to be a lot of people interested in the so house. So the price is not going to be in your favor. You're probably going to overpay it and at the end probably not going to worth the whole thing. Definitely, and, you know, not right now the economy is up, so the house values, everything is just up sky high. Again, you're listening to the Home Science Show with Dimitri and Chris. We've got Paul Bodner in here with Precision Homes, and right now, you know, it seems like the flip thing, it's dangerous, in my opinion. You know, at least I know if I'm going to go with a custom build or, or buy a tract home, I, I don't really have to worry about, um, you know, buying something that I'm going to run into a whole bunch of problems with and, and, and those concerns. Wouldn't I just rather leave that to the flippers, let them do it, and then, you know, if it turns out good, I'll buy it if it makes sense? I mean, that's the way I look at it. Definitely. I mean, for the homeowners, when they are going there by themselves, and if they want to buy a flip home and put the extra work in themselves, great. But you're going to have to be careful who you hire. And if you buy a house in the wintertime that we're coming up right now, you're going to have to make sure that all the water lines have been properly winterized. You don't know. Homeowners can't see all of those things. We as a contractors, when we come to a badly shaped house, we look at all the plumbing stuff, make sure the pipes are not burst, and all of the things hasn't been winterized properly. Homeowners, is, they see the basics. Oh, it's a good area. I know. I like the floor plan. Let's buy it. But in all reality, what, what's behind the walls? I love it. Even if you even if you watch HDTV, any of the shows, one of the most common thing that happens in every reality show, every single one of them. I don't think I ever seen one episode of one reality show where when homeowner was not surprised by hidden cost and by the fact that they didn't cost more than they thought. Usually it's double or triple or something like, you know, what's the famous uh, couple uh, from Texas? Uh, Joanne, fixer upper. Jo- yeah, fixer upper. 
I love those calls. Chip like, and Joanne. Chip and Joanne. Yep. Hey, sorry, we just we, we moved this wall, and surprise, surprise, it's gonna cost you extra twenty thousand dollars. There was always a pipe in the wall. It's just you never know, like with the houses, and it's amazing right now how much cash people have on hands because economy is good. And one thing what people don't talk about what that cash does, it inflates prices. So when you have a whole bunch of rich dudes. You know, calling their investor, uh, real uh, realtors, and you know, flip experts, and saying, "Hey, buy me property. Here's my budget." Now you go in the market with a <laughs> little loan here, trying to chip, you know, chip in the business. It, it's just so hard. Just like anything, they're over investing in in the flips, just yeah. like they are on you know when they're competing and overbidding on a a house when it comes on the market. You know, it it carries right into those flips too. So, what's the answer? Definitely build, don't flip. I, I say build with me because you're going to get <laughs> build the with me. build with Paul. <laughs> no, don't build. That's with. a simple answer. Build with Paul, everything's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, the the concern on the flip for me would be that with how hard it is to get good. Um, subcontractors and stuff if you're not an everyday contractor the chances that you think you're just going to go out there and get the good drywaller and the good painter and the good plumber and the good heating air guy yeah right i mean come on he knows that you're going to do this one versus the contractor who's doing a whole bunch of them you're not going to get treated the way you need to be and you're going to pay too much to begin with so be super cautious with something like that absolutely again you're listening to home science show with dimitri and chris when we come back we're going to talk about uh buying home from custom builder versus national builder what you can expect from quality from the process how it's gonna go all of that when we come back you're listening to home science show with dimitri and chris i'm dimitri Last week, Washington Post uh, published amazing article. Uh, what do you need to know before building a ha- custom home? We're discussing that article right now with a Paul Budner, uh, <clears throat> custom builder from Minneapolis. And the article opens very interestingly, uh, interesting with the words, the process of building a custom home is often the most misunderstood segment of housing hunting. Said differently, high percentage of prospective home buyers start out thinking they may want to build a custom home, but at the end uh, end up buying an already built spec home or working directly with a builder to modify a home that is in the process of being built. So let's talk about it. What's the biggest difference between buying already built home versus hiring somebody like Paul or any custom builder for that matter and starting from scratch, blueprints, and so on, like how, what's the expectation as far as like quality and colors and all the specs and design pieces to it? Like, what can we expect, Paul? Like, in your opinion, what's the biggest difference in experience? The biggest difference between, you know, a national builder and a custom builder home is that you're going to get exactly what you want in your house. Um, not only that, uh, national builder they buy things obviously in bulk. They 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 they're gonna try to bring their house to the the lowest quality as possible can. To be honest, because is it because of, so bulk means lower quality or cheaper prices? Cheaper prices as well. You know they're buying a lot of cheaper material. To be honest, when you're doing a custom home, I'm you know a lot of custom builder homes they look into. You know the things that they buy, like doors, uh, good reputable company, uh, suppliers. Uh, it's it's a big thing 
for our custom build homes, make sure to buy good quality material and make sure that, like I said, we're warranting that stuff. Yeah. So just for example, something like that, that um, when you talk a custom versus a tractor pre-existing, you talk about doors, the, the door thickness is something, would you say that a lot of people might overlook when they're looking at a home? I, I know you can, you can spend $300 on an interior door and you can spend $1,000 per interior door. I mean, what's the difference? Why would I, it's a door. Well, Why should I care? Well, you should care about because if you're buying it for, for instance, at a store where they sell $60, $80 doors and they're paper thin, you know, they're hollow doors, something that's you're going to have to make sure you control the humidity in your house so they don't work. A lot of problems with the doors that the humidity is level is different and then all your material, if they're cheap and something that's not going to, you know, hold up very well, they warp, they twist, and things like that happened to the material. I have four kids, and my kids just beat the the heck out of everything. I, you know, three of the boys. I mean, I just every day I walk around cringing. The one thing I can kind of rest, you know, my mind a little bit is our home is custom built, and the doors are solid core doors. The the trim is actual real wood. So when they beat on these things, they're not going to take the beating the same as the holocore, melamine, trim, all that sort of stuff. Um, But then, you know, the flip side of that is too, boy, it costs a lot more to replace it and repair it, right? Definitely. Not being honest with, uh, you know, uh, a lot of custom builder homes, they're they're honest about the materials that they use, you know, MDF versus solid poplar or maple. You know, there's pros and cons for it. You know, if you have the extra um, uh, money for, for that stuff, you definitely should go with, especially if you have kids, something solid. My question is uh, actually very in the beginning now uh, about lots because I know finishes, construction quality, definitely going to be lower in a national builder. uh, But I feel like national builders have huge advantage on the lot size because they kiss a lot of frogs uh, to get to the lands, to get massive deals. I mean, they do a lot of a lot of research. I mean, they're in business of buying land and lots and prepare for future developments. And now brand new homeowner comes to the market, say, well, I need a piece of land. Now he has to pay $150,000, $200,000 sometimes just a piece of land to build on or make it you know, billable. How does custom builder can solve that problem to compete against national builder because national builder in business for that. And I don't see how, you know, he cannot have advantage. It's definitely advantage and it's going to roll in the price as well. So what's your answer to that? It's definitely an advantage for them because they do buy things in bulk. Um, and national builders, uh, a lot of times they don't allow anybody else building on their property. So if they buy a development, it's going to be one or two big national builders out there and they're not going to let anybody else. So definitely finding the right custom builder, having that piece of land where you're comfortable with is, is going to give you that. But h- how does it start? Like in the very beginning, so let's say I'm going to the market, I want to live in Maple Grove or Champlin. How do you start looking for a lot? I mean, I know, let's say even if I found custom builder, I already know who I'm going to be using to build a house. But what's the process for that lot search? Where I want to be? Because there's not a lot of real estate there or less real estate than housing per se. How do you answer that? Well, the, the problem is that when they come to somebody like a custom builder and they're trying to get a lot in the certain areas, 
a lot of the times it's only the big national builders out there. So for me, so you have to buy from national builder, yep, yep. pretty much. What about the one-off lots that you know were available, made available by a farmer, or you know just a single lot that somebody bought along? Because there's still some of that stuff floating around, right? Where you know, but builders probably still searching for those as well. Yeah, there, there are a few runoff lots, and that's uh, something you would want to start searching first. Runoff lots, somebody that's maybe personally selling, or you know what's out there. But aren't if, but aren't these builders? I mean, they're ready to swoop in. They're prepared. They've got their money. They're going to come to closing with cash. They, you know, all that stuff. They're going to make it as super simple as possible for the seller so that they can close on it right now. You know, versus you know us as a as a homeowner. You know, oh, I found it. It looks great. I'm going to show my family. We're going to talk about it a while, and then all of a sudden you go, oh, oh it's gone. Yep, definitely. So, so the, let's talk about pricing. How much we're we talking about for lots? Like, what's the lots are going around? You know, North Minneapolis, Maple Grove, Champlain, or Blaine. Like, where's the cheaper land? Where's the most expensive land? What's the numbers? Well, right now, if you're more in the northern, for certain Blaine, Coon Rapids area, you're gonna pay a hundred to hundred thirty thousand dollars a lot. If you're in Maple Grove and Plymouth, you're gonna double that. You're gonna pay two hundred thousand dollars easy all day long for a lot for Just the same for the size. Lot. Yep. How much builders? Pay? I mean, that's crazy. Two hundred thousand dollars. You can buy a house for that price. Yep, definitely. We were wow. in Plymouth Development. Uh, their starting price is $180,000 a lot. Wow. How big of a lot is that? Like quarter? It's just a quarter acre. Same deal as your Blaine Coon Rapids area. You're paying 120 Plymouth, you're going to pay 180 How can you compete with that? Like, how can you build, I mean, how can you be profitable and how can you go against the Giants? Because I know for, I mean, I know the big builders don't pay that. Well, obviously, you know, when you're in that area, people... One, it's, it's all a de- demand. Now, people are going to pay that. Bidding war. Yep. They, they'll pay for that uh, high high price because they want to be in Wayzata School District or somewhere where, you know, it, it's it's a good area. They're, they're going to pay for it. So it looks like big builders, they're actually in business to sell land too. Uh, how, how much they buy, sell, like how easy it is to buy from national builder a piece of his land? It's not going to be that easy. I mean, it all depends if uh, I've bought uh, three, four lots off, off of them just because they, they, they were just wanting to move out somewhere else. If they had lost interest in their area and they found something else where, they're going to just sell it off and they have no problem. But if they're grinding up there and they're making it work, you ain't going to get it. So a closeout situation, you might be able to pick one up yep. or, or, or a few of them up, but most likely. What's the process? Is it your realtor, contact builder and say, hey, we're interested in buyer? Yep. How does it work? With, with me, uh, well, with, it's obviously a realtor will reach out. They're usually when they call, they, they'll say it's an open builder. That means they, they'll sell it. Yeah. Well, again, you're listening to the Home Science Show. It's Mitri and Chris. We've got Paul Bodner in here. Paul's a custom builder, Precision Homes out of Maple Grove, kind of service the whole Minneapolis Twin Cities area too. But um, where do you typically try to buy your lots? Do you try to buy them in a specific area? Do you try to, um, wherever they are available, is that what it's come to? Like you just have to get your hands on whatever you can, or are you trying to focus on a specific area? For the past two years, we've been in uh, Blaine, Coon Rapids, and um, uh, Hem Lake area. And uh, projecting for next year, we are trying to get into that Plymouth area where I'm going to be paying $180,000 per lot. Uh, wow. it, all, it, all, it seems like there's more demand in Plymouth, Wayzata School District. 
Another disadvantage that I see, it's definitely uh, financing. It's much easier to finance already built house versus when you hire a custom builder and you don't know the end product because it could cost more. You can, you know, price somewhat variable. You know, I understand a lot of times it's, it can be fixed, but usually it's not because people want a nicer finishes and stuff. How's, how do you overcome, how custom uh, builder overcome financing obstacles? Well, with, with that being said, it's construction. Well, y if you're qualified for a new construction loan, I advise you guys just taking that and going to find a builder and having your own finance. Otherwise, if you're not qualified for it, you could um, have your house still be built and then bought off of it, but the builder will charge you, obviously, an investor fee. So that, that's where the price difference would come, and you're going to pay that you know the fee for it. So again, that's how I, I feel national builders win over custom builders because they already build a house. They already, they don't have to charge those fees. They don't have to put it necessarily like in their price. They say, well, this house is $400,000. If you qualify, you buy it. This is the price where a custom builder can say, well, I can build you $400,000 house. It'll be a little bit nicer than that. But if you want me to finance at first, it'll be, you know, another 20000 or what's not. So I feel like advantage is also there a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that it just depends on what you really are trying to accomplish. You're going to have to look at the financing piece of it because it's just not feasible at some point to, to do a custom. This is the Home Science Show with Dimitri and Chris. We've got Paul Bodner in here. You can reach out to us, uh, info at homescienceshow.com. Find us on YouTube, The Home Science Show. And we want to hear if you've got anything going on in the construction world that you think we should be paying attention to. If you've been scammed by any kind of contractors or company, let us know. Reach out to us. We're going to be back in a few minutes. We're going to give you some tips on how to go about buying a new home, building a new home. Welcome back, everyone, to Home Science Show. We keep talking about building your home with a custom builder versus buying from national builder. And uh, at the end, we're going to give you some helpful tips. And my first tip is whatever you budgeting when you custom building your house, uh, add at least 20% to both time and money. I'm yet to meet one person in my life who build house <laughs> or remodel a house at the same budget that he started at the same time he started. So majority of us, I would say 80, 90% of us will want more house or will nicer, will have nicer finishes or it will take longer than originally participated. So if you hire a custom builder, just prepare for it. So if you think it's gonna be a six month project, just worst case scenario in your brain, give yourself that little, eight months mark that it might take eight months or if you think it's going to be three hundred thousand dollars maybe it will be three hundred sixty thousand dollars so at the end you don't have that anxiety and not filing for divorce over pain colors yeah the other thing you got to think about with too on that on that time and, and money thing is what time investment you're going to have most people don't realize how much of their own personal time even though they've hired a builder and done that there's a lot of personal time involved in you know, picking colors and, and going down and look at meeting at this store, meeting at that store, go, go over here. Well, that granite shop's way on the other side of the city. I got to go all the way, you know, all of a sudden you got three, four hours here and there con consistently throughout the process of building a home. And not always do you recognize how much of your time it's going to take up. 
I can't disagree more. You do have to have that extra, extra, extra cushion for yourself because, man, you're going to get hungry when you're going to build yourself a custom home and you're going to have comparison. This is what you get, but this is what you could actually have. Boy, you're going to spend that money. And it's not necessarily because a builder is going to try to you know, squeeze the more out of you. It's because there's a lot of things to choose from and a lot of places to go and see. And you, you will want, want something extra. Well, yeah. no, nobody wants to settle, period. I have bar stools that I returned three times within the last two months. My wife just wouldn't be happy with the bar stool. So I would come in, assemble entire bar stool, and then she's like, no, I don't like it. I'm like, it's fine. It's just a bar stool. Nope. And with the house, it's even worse. It's not a furniture. It's something you're going to be looking at every day, whether it's countertops, harder floors. You never want to settle. And in the process of buying more or looking for more, there's always better option. Just period. Like something new comes up. Listen, man, they walk you into that tile shop and you start seeing what you've got budgeted for, which was <laughs> fine when you budgeted. I mean, let's face yeah. it. It was good. You looked at a house and had it. Yep, that'll be good. I looked at it in the showroom. That'll be good. Then you go in there and you're like, oh, well, I haven't seen that kind of natural stone. Well, I haven't seen those kind of countertop. Boy, that looked good. Oh, I was at Susie's house. You know, all that stuff starts happening and it's really hard to dial that back in. So one of my tips would be to make an agreement with your builder. Not, I mean, obviously you're going to have a budget, but make an agreement with your builder to to hold you to certain things that he won't do it or that his contract would say, if you make these types of changes, the change orders are going to add time extensions at a heavier degree to make it less easy to ask for those. Sometimes custom builders, I mean, a lot of them are really great contractors, but their contracts aren't stiff enough and have hard enough penalties where it'll hold you into what you originally came for. Because if they make it easy, it's like, well, I'll just do that. He's not really, he's just charging me the extra for that material. You actually, those penalties aren't the worst thing because they kind of keep you on budget. Yeah, definitely, you know, letting your builder know what is the must-have in your house. Like, I want a, from, you know, an awesome kitchen or my master bathroom, I want it to be top of the line to have that, you know, budget set in there. So when the, when the builder comes in and they just give you a, you know, basic price and then you say, well, that wasn't good enough for me. My, my next tip is, I don't know if you, Paul or Chris will agree with me or not, but don't build too much of a nicer house in an area where it's uh, like out of place. So if you live in Coon Rapids neighborhood, where it's average house is $200,000, have similar finishes, and you building a mansion for six, $700,000 just because you can, I don't think you will get necessarily value back out of it because it's still going to be your low-key neighborhood with a nicer house. What's your take on that? Definitely. You want to make sure that you know your numbers when you start your house, this is your budget, but then your house has to appraise. You know, putting in you know eighty thousand dollars worth of upgrades, well, doesn't necessarily mean your house will upgrade appraise. So you're gonna have to make sure you have that. Cash and appraisal flow. comes from neighborhood a lot of yep, times. Yep, they will compare your house. So if you're doing a new construction house and everything else is 10, 15 years old, well, you're gonna be comparing to everything's out there or whatever's nearby. So you have to be careful that if you're upgrading you have that cash flow in your account that you're going to be able to cover the difference if your house doesn't appraise. Again, you're listening to Home Science Show with Dimitri and Chris. We've got Paul Bodner in here, and we're talking about custom homes versus track homes, how to do it, what the tips are on this. You can reach us, info at homescienceshow.com. Check out our YouTube channel. We can get a little more information in the, in the YouTube videos than you get here on our show. And so YouTube, uh, the Home Science Show, 
my thing that I would tell anybody when it comes to trying to find a builder is think about it like this. It's like a mini marriage. You have to be able to deal with this person a lot. You have to be comfortable enough to come to them and, and talk about hard issues like money and, and not getting your way or problems when they come across them, time, all those things. And you need somebody that you can feel like you're going to be able to have that conversation with. You're not overly intimidated by them. They're actually a person that you could see yourself getting along with for a while. All those sorts of things that you're going to need because they become super important during this process to be able to communicate. Definitely, you want to do your due diligence and uh, research that builder. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, social media. Ask for you know a few references. Uh, talk to the to the actual clients that he or she built their homes and see what he or she did. I uh, know that uh, made him stand out. Should this be a fun and enjoyable process building a home? It is, but it's a very stressful as well. I look at the uh, custom builders and contractors in general as a combination of two roles. For me, it's not a custom builder. He's somewhat mix of financial advisor and marriage counselor at the same time in one. And that's how I look at them because that person has to constantly go between two bipolar people, husband and wife, what she wants, what he wants to pay for, and so on. So you have to read people well and you have to, you know, like if you work with me and my wife, you have to talk to me without offending her and vice versa. And you're that mediator is like, hey, now that collar is a good collar. You're a little bit delusional, wifey. Go over there and, <laughs> you know, over whatever. Or like, no, we're not doing garage gym here just because you want to. We have a budget. So and also financial advisor where, you, you know, he honestly have to look you in the face just like I, that's one of the reasons I love my realtor as much as I do, because he tells me all the time, Dimitri, this property is, you know, over value, whatever the case is, it's a financial advice decisions. I understand you want an expensive tile. You're not going to have money back from it. No, it's off the line. We're not going to do it. One of the things that I thought was uh, most unique, I have a builder friend and he told me that. It's really important to him that he actually, when he's got a new customer coming on and they want to, you know, get references, what he does, he asks them to dinner with an exist, a uh, previous client and usually a different one. Mm -hmm. And he takes them all out to dinner and just lets them control the conversation and enjoys his food. And, and he feels like that's how they're going to get the best understanding of who they're going to be working with. What would you say to that, Paul? That's an awesome idea. You know, if you have those clients, which... Uh, Paul will take you out. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. If you're looking for a builder, uh, hit up Paul and he, he will take you out with his clients. And <laughs> yeah, you get a free dinner. You definitely have a good, make a sure good it's nice clientele. Restaurant. <laughs> but one, one more thing is that make sure that whoever you choose to be your builder, that obviously that they have a very good and detailed contract. You know exactly what you're going to get. Uh, a lot of times, if they bulk up things in one category, you don't know what you're getting. It's going to be hard for you to know what your budget is and what, what you're getting for it. I have a question for you that maybe we should have talked about earlier, but what's your take on cost plus, at, you know, from a homeowner builder standpoint with, when it comes to contract? Is that something that you would say it's worth looking into? Yeah, yeah it would. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in cost plus. I think everybody's got skin in the game and that really can hold people to their budget as well. Absolutely. 
my last tip will be is just go with your guts uh when you hire home builder especially home builder obviously you can buy a house from initial builder you know you just have to fall in love with the uh, neighborhood and the house but with home builder just go with your guts if something is telling you he is not the right person something is not clicking just don't do it it's really important decision you will regret it if you hire the wrong person make sure you listen to your guts thank you for listening to the home science show dimitri and chris and you can find us on youtube uh the home science show and our website is homescienceshow.com text us 612-558-4881 paul how do people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you just search us on facebook or instagram and that's at precision homes precision homes perfect thanks for coming in man thank you thanks for having me